are listening to Vantage Point Podcast, dedicated to giving godly perspective to everyday living. Let's get into this week's episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to daily living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick, and welcome back. It is September, which means another series, a brand new series coming from Vantage Point Podcast. And I want to, before we jump into the new series, I want to just remind you, we just finished a five-week series called Back At It, Prioritizing Your Relationship with God. And I encourage you to go check that out. All five episodes are on all of our platforms. I encourage you to go listen, get some amazing wording, and learn how even in the season of transition that we all are going through, that we can still prioritize our relationship in Christ. But I mentioned it is September, and oh my gosh, it is just another month and another amazing part, second series in season four of Vantage Point Podcast. And if this is your first time, this is a weekly podcast that airs on Mondays at 9 a.m. on all platforms, and we're just here to give people new perspective, new vantage point in their walk with Jesus. And so for this month, um, I'm so encouraged because we're going to kick off a series that has all guests. And even in these uh, guest episodes, you're going to see that these people have done something amazing uh, that very few people do. And they all have written books, uh, written different on different topics. And this series is going to be called Authority. And, and really what that means is we know what the word authority means, right? It means that we have, you have a control, you're in a position or something like that. But authority also means you have not only control, but you're the expert in the thing that you're controlled in, right? And we don't say expert, that means you know everything, but the expert comes in the confidence and the ability that you have in the midst of the thing that you have authority over. And so what I really believe in this series is we're going to be speaking to some amazing authors who have conquered some things, overcome some things. Are they perfect? No, but they have walked a little bit in this life. They've learned some things and that story that they've become that they've lived has has been transformed into a book blessed by the Holy Spirit, given to them by God, and they have an amazing story to share. And so for week one, uh, we have an amazing guest. She's been, um, I think this is her third time on Vantage Point Podcast. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. She's already on the screen, but go ahead and take it away. <laughs> Hello, Vantage Point family. Um, I Obviously, I'm no stranger here, but it's always been an honor and a privilege to be able to come on this platform and be able to speak with you and share with you. Um, and uh, this time I'll be talking about a recent book that I had the pleasure in um, writing with some other great authors and women of God. Um, and we had an opportunity to share our story and it's entitled Influencers on the Rise. Um, and how to thrive through adversity. And um, it was definitely the story before the story is more so the important thing that we'll be talking about today. Because um, it took a lot for me to be able to share a little bit about my story and why. So I'm excited. Awesome. 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 So yeah, we want to jump right into this. And like I, I said it earlier, right? Authority, we know we're talking about the books, uh, but more specifically, the story behind the books, right? And so for the first question, Jasmine, you mentioned adversity, right? And so why, like, walk us through that that word, that story, that piece of, of you that 
that keys in so hard when it comes to adversity? Um, well, like the part of my story that I sh did share in the anthology, um, it wasn't until I went through or I felt like I was at my rock bottom that I really got a chance to really know who God was. Um, and it was an opportunity to for me to actually have a relationship and start building a relationship with God. Because before I honestly was just living vicariously through other people's faith and relationship with God. And I didn't really have an understanding of who he was and who he could be um, in my life. Um, and, and it took me going through adversity and like really bad situations for me to really fall on my face and fall on my knees and be like, look, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but I know you're real. And I'm just trying to figure out who you are because I cannot live this life obviously without you. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'm going to give you a try because everything else has failed. <laughs> like everything else has failed and my way has not been working. So let me, let me give you a try. Um, and it was, in that moment um, that I shared in my story where I really found out who God really was or really started building my relationship. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, find God in church or at the altar, but no, baby, I found him in a car on the side of the road, crying my eyes out, mm. uh, being uh, two months pregnant with my child's father in jail and no friends to talk to. That's when I found God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was in the valley that I found God. It was in the midst of adversity when I found God. And then that's when I started being able to experience advancement in my life um, from a spiritual aspect, from an emotional um, standpoint, as well as physically. Um, and just really changed my perspective about certain things and really changed my perspective about adversity in itself and not looking at it as a burden, but a blessing and as a gift, as it says in the word, like my afflictions and the trials that I go through should be seen as a gift because you truly get to see God's power. You get to see God's strength in those moments and in your weakness. So, yeah. 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 And, and you know, you mentioned kind of where we find God. Right. And, and I think sometimes like that, that might be the realest piece of anybody's testimony. Right. Where did you find God? And and as much as, you know, there's always a story, I found him at church, I found him at the altar, I found him here, right? There are so many other people, yeah, so many other people that have found him in the most unexpected places. In the and most unpleasant places. Unpleasant, right? Unpleasant, <laughs> unexpected, unintended places. Hello. And I, I, I want to touch on that for a moment. Moment. And, and I think that that's something to really like vet, uh, vet out a little bit more is when you think of that, right, the unexpected places, the unintended places and, and the unconventional places. Why do you think um, that that's where we tend to find Jesus? Because a lot of people think I have to go here to get him. I have to be there to get him. Right. But what is it about the un in, the unplace that? keep that that finds him there we find him there i feel like when we get to that unpleasant place that rock bottom that that nasty ugly pig pen we finally mm. realize that we have no control 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like nothing that we do is going to work without God, without the Holy Spirit. Um, and it's in those moments where you feel like you can't do anything else. That's when you realize I need you. Like <laughs> I've tried everything else. I've done everything else. I've went to everybody else. And it seems like every time I try to seek, seek comfort from the world, it just makes the situation worse. Yeah. Um, and it's not until... I get to a place of frustration and anger of loss where I have nothing left, where it's like, I don't have no choice but to give you my undivided attention because I don't have anything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have anywhere else to go. Like I'm literally in a corner and it's just like, it's just me and you now. Like literally it was just me and God. I didn't have any friends. Like my friends weren't talking to me anymore. Um, my family was barely talking to me because they were pretty much embarrassed at that point. Um, I mean, I couldn't talk to my child's father. He was locked up. Yeah. Um, so all I had was God. All I had was his word. And that was the only thing that got me through that situation. Um, and I started realizing that there is no way I can live life without him. I can't breathe without him. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I mean, his spirit is what gives me life. So how can I possibly think that I can live this life without him? Yeah. And you're pretty much the walking dead without, without God's help, without his counsel in this world. So it's just like, that's how I feel. I really felt at that moment where I was like, I'm here, but I'm not here at all. Like, this is not life. This is not living. I'm just existing at this point. And I was like, there has to be more. There yeah. has to be, this is not it. Like, no, like <laughs> this yeah, can't yeah. be it. This can't be it. And it wasn't until I got into that situation, it wasn't until I experienced adversity that God was able to allow to advance me in life, to advance me to sh to really see who he was and what he could do if I just allowed him to be who he was mm -hmm. um, and allowed him to do what he was supposed to do. And that's just lead me, um, guide my footsteps and allow me to walk in that journey that he has set for me. Um, because I heard someone say it before, but he was saying that my pre uh, my future is God's past. So everything that mm. <laughs> I have yet to experience, God has already done. I just have to walk in that. I have to just be obedient to that and be open to it and be able to receive it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that was just something that I, I struggled with so much because I was raised up in church, but it was just, it was more so they taught us how to have a religion and not relationship. And it wasn't until I fell and I was in those pit moments where I realized that I really need to start having a relationship for God for myself. I can't keep holding on or trailing into behind other people's faith. I had to have a relationship for myself because the journey that God had for me is going to look totally different for somebody else. Um, and it took me losing everything to see that. Uh, and it, and I can be very hard headed. So um, I've had to fall on my behind a few times for me to realize who's really in control. Um, and that was definitely something God has had to kind of hammer into my head because that thing is hard. <laughs> 
And um, as I've matured, I've gotten to the point where I was like, I don't want to I don't want you to have to have to do that. Like, I want to just learn how to be have a more obedient spirit spirit. And that can only come with having a relationship with the Holy Spirit because he is the revealer of truth and he will he will hit you. He will convict you. (laughs) Um, And that's pretty much what was going on. Like, he's like, look. I love you too much to allow you to keep going this way. And the only way to stop you is to 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 take everything from you, because that's the only way to get your attention at this stage. Um, so I really wanted to focus on that particular part where I was, I ended up getting pregnant at 19. Um, I almost got arrested at school, uh, because of my child's father, because, um, one of the officers caught him rolling up about to smoke weed before I went to class and someone saw it and he came to the car and we were in my car. (laughs) So me knowing how I am out, they asked to search the car. And I was like, sure, because I don't have anything in the car because it's my car. And unknowingly, he had a gun in my car. And um, they were about to arrest both of us until one of the officers, praise the Lord for her, (laughs) um, a lady was going through my purse and she was like, what are these? And I was like, prenatal vitamins. And she looked at me, she was like, you're pregnant? And I was like, yes, ma'am. She was like, well, you know, you're supposed to get locked up too, but I'm going to tell you this, you go to class and we'll deal with this. And I never seen that lady again. Wow. So I'm sitting in class, like going through the motions, like nothing happened. And when I, when I came back out and I got in my car and I went home Mm -hmm. and that's when I went in my room and I just started crying because I'm like, I'm at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still have like, and then once I went through the whole, and that was like when I was two months pregnant and I just was like, you know what? And I just, I was, well, before I got home, I was riding home, driving home and I just literally broke down in tears. And it was just so bad that I had to pull over because I couldn't even see at that point. And I was like, I, I, I don't know if you hear me. Um, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I don't know what else to do. I've done everything wrong. I've sinned and committed every possible sin that I could think of. I, I don't know what it's like to be saved, but I want to, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what yeah. that looks like, but can you please help me? I don't want to live like this no more. Wow. I, can't, I can't live like this no more. And since then, I was just like being more intentional about my relationship with God. And I've just seen how he's used every moment of adversity in my life to help advance me. Um, and I still have issues with it. I mean, <laughs> it's still a process because it's like nobody wants to go through pain. No one wants to experience pain. But I know it's all necessary for growth. So that's pretty much the story that I shared in my book. And it was really hard for me to even talk about it. And I didn't realize how important my story was until I yeah. started sharing my story. Um, and I'm at a season now where I know how important my story is because there's so many other women and so many other young ladies that have experienced 
or have that feeling where they just lost hope and they feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And it seems like your family and friends have given up on you. You don't know if there's any way out. And it's just like, I want to be able to show people that regardless of where you are, no matter how dark it seems, there's always a light um, at the end. So I'm just trying to be more obedient give God my yes, like I said, because he will definitely, he will definitely try you on that. (laughs) Oh, you say yes. Okay. We're going to see. You're going to give me, you keep giving me a yes because it's consistent. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that grace that I give you every day is new every day. That mercy that I give you every day. So I need a new yes every day. So I'm just going to see what you're going to give me today. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it, you, you said so much. I mean, first off, praise God. We just going <laughs> to pause right there and just give him praise and give him all the honor and glory because for so many different reasons, the, 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 the lady officer, the, the, the recognition of where you were and what happened and all of those things, because I I think too many times people find themselves in a situation like that. And I'm not talking specifics in a situation like that. I'm talking in this, um, in the terms of we find ourselves in situations where we've, we've hit that rock bottom, whatever that looks like for you physically, literally, mentally, anything. And there's, we we see the hand of God move, even though we don't really know at the time that that's the hand of God moving. Right. Yeah. And, but then how many times do we find ourselves back there? Oh, mama. How many times do we, we saw that. And you mentioned something earlier. You said this, you said something about a trough and I instantly went to the prodigal son. Right. And, how many times like he got to this point where he was eating pig slop out of the trough and said, wait a minute, this ain't me. Right. This ain't, this ain't, this not what I'm supposed to be. I need to go back. I need to go. And so it's, it's one of those. And in that particular story, when he goes, but even before he goes back, he's like rehearsing going back. Right. This is how, this is how I'm going to say it. Oh, father, you know, I'm going to put on this whole thing. Right. To go back. Yeah. When the reality is all he had to do was go back. He didn't have to put on anything. And I was just having this conversation today. Come on, talk about it. (laughs) Where God just wants to see your honesty, your realness with him. He wants you to just be real with him. Um, That's why relationship is so important. Um, because he doesn't want you to put on a facade like the, like the church. Um, he doesn't want you to, you know, come in your Sunday best and look your best all the time. Like he wants you to come real where you are right now. He yeah. wants to know, cause he can't heal you. If you can't be real with him, he can only heal the authentic and the real you. He mm-hmm. the blessings that he has for you. He can only give it to the real version of you. And yeah. if you're in in a place where you're like, Lord, I know I'm not where I was, but I'm here right now and I'm still struggling with this. Yeah, this yeah. is what I need help with. This is where I'm at. I need you right now. Um, and I know you have better for me, but I don't know how to get there. Um, and I know I can't get there without you. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the reliance on him. He wants you to know that you can rely and trust on him. 
Um, and that's the only way you can really build that trust if when you allow him to be who he is um, and he will allow certain situations to come about and allow certain things to happen just to see your honesty and just to see if you're going to rely on him or the people. Um, and sometimes when we get in, in situations um, and we feel like we're, we're in a desperate situation, we start going back to what we know. And mm -hmm. it's like, these are the opportunities that God can really show himself if you allow him. Um, and that's where I am right now. It's just like, I find myself in situations where I'm like, I feel like I'm so close yeah, to, yeah. That, to that breakthrough, but it's just like, it's getting so tight. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I'm just so over it. Like I start like, okay, you take it too long. So I'm about to start doing this and this and this and this. And then next thing I know, I'm crawling back. Like, Lord, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna sit down. Like he's just like be still and know that I am God. Like he just wants you sometimes to learn and he'll allow certain situations to come about. He'll allow certain adversity to come just so you would recognize who he is. Yeah. Um and just to show you just how strong you are and to allow other people to see what he's able to do when you put your trust in him. Um, and that was another thing because, <laughs> and I know um, Darius Daniels spoke about it in one of his sermons, but we have to be careful when we ask God to use us because when, when we ask God to use us, we really want him to use us for our gifts, but he wants to use our life. And so mm. use you use you to be an example for those around you just to show his power and his strength Come on. Uh, through your situation, because you never know who might be going through something. And they feel like, well, I don't think this is going to happen. This situation is dead. And you're sitting here in a situation that has been dead for years. And all of a sudden, God finally breathes life into it again. Come on. Um, and that allows somebody else to be inspired and have hope for their situation again. So that's why I was like, ah, I still struggle sometimes because I'm like, I don't know what you're doing or why you got me going through this. Because mm -hmm. I was just sitting here chilling. And then all of a sudden, the walls want to fall down. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, what is going on? And it's like, why? And it's just like, why not? <laughs> You want you you want it to be you, so I'm using you in yeah, all yeah. ways. Like I'm using all of you um, because I er, there's something that's good that's going to come out of this. Um, you just have to be patient and allow allow it to have its perfect work in you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because it, it's and you you hit it right on the head. Like people think, okay, God wants to use me. Okay, all these gifts he gave me, that's what he's going to do, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yes, he will do that. You're right. He's going to use every gift. If you sing, if whatever the gift is that you have, right, he's going to maximize that gift. However, it's like a but, like a comma. It's not a period, it's a comma. Um, and what he will also use is your story. It's the and. Is your, it's that and. It's that, wait a minute, but there's more. Um, he's going to use your story. He's going to use every piece of you, right? 
And it's not that, you know, now that you're saved, you have a relationship, you've overcome, you have this authority now and all of these things that that doesn't negate what you went through. Right. We just don't live through what we went through. Mm. We don't, we don't, you know, stay in that place of insecurity or adversity all the time. Like you're not, you know, listening to your story. We don't, we're not still in the car on the side of the road bawling our eyes out wondering what is going on right we we are at this different stage of this journey and in that stage and in this journey it's but i have to tell you about this yeah because if we don't tell everybody about the story if we don't share the journey the story then all people see is the gifts yeah and that and and, and honestly it's like okay you see the good things that god has done mm-hmm but I need to tell you about the things that God brought me through to get to the good. Oh. And if we don't share that part, cause he's not going to tell our testimony for us. Hello. Like that's why it's ours. And if you want to see transformation in somebody's own, somebody's life, we share our story. Yeah. Um, if we want to see somebody connect with God in a different way, share your story. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's the power. That's the goal of this series is pe- you know, every guest, every week we're going to be sharing this story, sharing the the person's story, right? Yeah. Um, and, and how they overcame or how they pushed through or how God did this. And God. And so, yes, you're going to see the gift in the book, mm-hmm. but there's a story that God got them through to get to the book. Right. And, and one thing I want to touch on before we get to the close is there's always this moment in adversity, right? Where we have to make a decision. Right. We have to make a decision. We're at rock bottom. We have to make a choice to follow him. And it's something you said earlier. You said sometimes that yes has to be every day um, because I, I'm I'm curious to know, like, and I know in my own life, like in the journey and we've overcome and we're at this different place. I still remember the adversity. I didn't forget it. And sometimes it comes up in new ways. Oh, mama. Sometimes it it shows itself differently, but it's not too different from the last time, but it might be just in a different way. Right. It's, it's just a different um, perspective we have on adversity. Right. And so I want to just for, for a few moments go into when the advert. Now we've passed the, the adversity, the initial. Right. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to stay on task when the new adversity comes? Oh, I still want to know what that looks like, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, it's like it, honestly, the adversity, they like go hand in hand. You can't really have an investment without adversity. So it's like for every level, there's an obstacle that you have to get over or some giant that you have to slay before you can get to that quote unquote promised land in that season. Um, So it's just like, at some point, I mean, it's still, it just still can be kind of aggravating. I would say that because it's just like, Oh, now I got to slay this giant. (laughs) But it's like, now that I'm developing a better relationship with God and with Jesus and with the Holy spirit, it's like, okay, I know I don't have to fight this on my own. I know I don't have to get through this on my own. I just have to 
be more intentional about staying on my face and praying um, and being more obedient and staying the course and not focusing on the mess and the chaos around me, but continuing to stay in my word, um, continuing to stay focused on the mission, because at the end of the day, no matter what I go through, I know it's going to it's going to be for his glory um, and just show, like I said, his strength more. Um, and I'm still experiencing different adversities in this level of life, but it wasn't what it looked like before. Um, you know, coming out of having to drop out of school because I had my daughter and wanting to spend that year with my daughter, not having a job. Um, there was a season where I still didn't have a job, <laughs> but it wasn't like before because now I have a business. <laughs> so I went from not having a job, not having a degree, being pregnant with my daughter to now I have a nine year old. I have a business that's becoming a global brand. Um, and I've been able to pay off debts without a job. So I don't count it as an adversity anymore. I, I do count it all joy. Um, I do see it as a gift now because I know he's he wouldn't allow all these things um, just for me to fail, just to bring me this far and to, you know, make me look crazy. Because if I look crazy, he look crazy. He not going to, you're not going to let, he's not going to let you embarrass him. Yeah. <laughs> let's, 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 yeah, he's not going to let you embarrass him, but he does want you to continue to rely on him and to trust in him and to know that this life is not yours. Um, and adversity is just to remind you, like, you're going to always need me. And I want you and I don't want you to get too comfortable and feel like you're doing things in your own power. So sometimes he allows certain things to happen just to keep you in place, keep you in check. So, you know, who it, who is God, who's really running things. Um, and I know we talked about it on the um, my first appearance on here, um, but just changing my perspective and seeing seeing the negative things in a different light, like it really isn't negative if you knew the purpose behind everything. And that's the thing, like we allow our emotions and our feelings to get in the way because we don't have a true understanding of what's going on because we don't know. Um, and we're basing our, our, I guess, our conclusions on a finite thinking. You don't know what God is doing. You don't know everything that God is doing. We're pretty much just getting glimpses and experiencing parts of a whole story that we may never know the whole story. Um, so I'm trying to really learn to just be, just focus on my relationship and focus on my mission, um, whatever that is, and just be being more intentional about growing my relationship with, with Christ. Um, and with the Holy Spirit. So I know that regardless in the middle of chaos, that uh, whatever I'm experiencing is, is all for the glory of God and everything works for my good um, and those, yeah, yeah. those around me. So Come on. I'm like, I'm a vessel. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just, my life is not my own. So whatever I'm experiencing is not just for me. Um, nothing I go through is just for me. Um, my, my failures, my victories, it's, it's not for me. Um, and you have to get to a place where you realize that, 
Um, we're we're very selfish. So it's like, why me, Lord? Why? Why are you letting this happen to me? And it's like, it's not even about you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you don't even own yourself. So uh, calm down. Calm down. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Talk to him. Talk so to him. that's definitely um, something that I still, I still, and I feel like we all um, haven't g- grasped that concept yet. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're on borrowed time. You're in a borrowed body in a borrowed land with borrowed Ooh. money. Like I don't understand why Come you're stressing and worrying about something you don't own. <laughs> if you got a problem, take it up to the owner. Um, and that was just something that I know is huge for me, and I definitely need to pray about that. Um, just with the worrying and the anxiety all the time, it's just like chill, sis. Chill out. <laughs> God got it. I promise you he does. Um, yeah, yeah. But, and another thing is, because of my impatience and my disobedience, I get myself in situations and then I get upset and ask him to get me out of it. And it's like, if I would have just sat still, if I would have just listened, That's if I would have just focused on what I need to focus on, I wouldn't even be in this situation. And sometimes we have to you know, just be real with ourselves and be like, uh, you caused this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the day has a, its own troubles. Why create more um, for yourself? And that's definitely something that I've struggled with, too. I'm just look, the Holy Spirit has been revealing truth to me and convicting me all day. So if I'm getting convicted, everybody's getting convicted today. <laughs> I am. I mean, hey, it, it it's it's why we're here. Like, I mean, this is this has been so good because it's it's something people need to hear, right? It, it's it's what we need to hear because what I what I take away from that last uh, little bit, that last few moments, is the reality is that adversity doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Moments don't stop. It's it's some. And we said it's a daily yes for some people. It might be an hourly yes. Mm. Cool. It might be a, a a minute every minute. Yeah, it might be in some seasons, right? You yeah, might have to go back and say yes, 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 yes. Like it may take that because we know the things are going to come. And the other thing is, you you touched on something so key that I think a lot of people don't <clears throat> give themselves credit for. Sometimes we mess it up. Mm, that part. Sometimes, and I'm going to say it the way I hear it. So we all in this, let's say it how the spirit tells me to say it. It's not always the devil's fault. Oh, my. It's that. You it, hit it there. It, it's you hit it's it there, not good, always his fault. It ain't. Sometimes it is. We give him a lot of credit, don't we? Sometimes it is. <laughs> but for the most part, it's really not always his fault, right? Sometimes we just make the wrong choice. Right. It's like, you're wrong. You know what's wrong. You decided to get up. Exactly. And you decided to creep out that night. Come on. You decided, like, let's not, the devil made me do it. No, your desires and your lusts made you do it. Come on, Come on. Let's not, let's not play here. (laughs) And it's just like, you know what? Ah, yeah, that was me. That was all me there. I, yeah, I take that one. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> yeah, 
Nobody made me do that. I was, I even planned this myself. Like it was premeditated. Come on. <laughs> and it's even like you said earlier, like God doesn't need the, he doesn't need the, 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 the show to come back to him. He doesn't need, you know, the prodigal son. He doesn't need us to rehearse. He doesn't need us to practice as we walk back. It's like, just walk back and say, yeah, I messed up. Yeah. I didn't handle that adversity. Right. Yeah. I didn't listen to what you said, but here I am. Yeah. And watch what God does. Right. And and even as we bring this, uh, this episode, part one, authority to a close, two things. One, um, I want people to know where they can get your book, get the book that you co-authored. And, and then number two, just praying for people that may be dealing with adversity. Maybe you're listening to this, this episode, whenever you're listening to it, wherever you're listening to it, because we know authority has no borders. I'm sorry, not authority does not have borders, but adversity also does not have borders, right? Authority does not, does not discriminate. Adversity does not discriminate. And wherever it is, you are in the sea of adversity, right? Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes it feels like that. I don't know why. Thank you. Holy spirit example of the sea but sometimes those waves come and then sometimes it's calm waters and some waves are bigger than others and sometimes the boat we own ain't as secure as we think it is so um where can they get the book and then let's pray for people okay so they can get the book on amazon um it's called influencers on the rise how to thrive against adversity um, for paperback, it's available for $21.99. Um, for Kindle, it's $1.99. Um, so I think I sent you the links as well for anybody that would like to see it. Um, and this is the third edition um, of the anthology. So I had the pleasure of being able to share my story with um, a group of ladies as well that share their story as well. So um, even if someone doesn't resonate with my story, you have other women who share share their story in the book as well. So hopefully um, somebody's story touches you and you can relate to them um, and be inspired by their story. Um, Come, on. Come on. So I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> like I said, it was just honestly, it was just an opportunity for me to really be OK with sharing my story and that my voice and my story mattered. So it was a fun experience as well, but uh, I'll be excited to write my own book. Uh, hopefully be that'll be a gift for my there 30th birthday since I'll be 30 next year. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> on. And then also before we promise, throw it out there um, for those, like this is a four week series, but at the end of this series, um, I'm going to bless somebody with all four books. Um, all the books from the authors in this series. So you better, you got to tune in. You got to stay connected with us. This is week one. So you heard it here first week one. Um, Influencers on the Rise are going to be the first book. And so there's three more books that'll be, uh, we're going to be talking about. So just keep that in mind as you listen, like, share, subscribe. There'll be some things on our social media. I am Nick Ruffin or This is Vantage Point on Instagram and then Facebook as well, Vantage Point Podcast. And so just want to throw that out there. Going to be some giveaways at the end of this. Somebody's going to be blessed with all four books. And so definitely want to support. We'll have the link uh, for the Amazon as well. Um, but before we go, I just want to pray for people. And so I'm going to turn it over one more time. 
So Heavenly Father, we just thank you for Vantage Point and this opportunity to share. Um, I pray that my story and my experiences will inspire or transform someone else to just and move someone else to be able to get closer to you and have a real, true, authentic relationship with you and know that they don't have to come to you all polished, um, all politically correct and all filtered as they do on social media, but just come as their true, authentic self, whether that's broken, heartbroken, and just lost and confused, God. In those moments, we can truly see who you are and be able to continue to guide us and lead us in the path of righteousness and truth and help us to just be better representatives of you in this world. Help us to be that salt and that light that this world so needs desperately in this moment, especially in this time. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to just be better representatives and to just continue to walk in this path that you have set for us and to not be distracted by the mess and the chaos that's around us, but to be focused on the mission and to always operate in love and truth. And we pray that you just continue to fill us with the fruit of the spirit um, and to help us to experience that life that you promised us, the abundant life that you promised us, where we love you and we honor you. And we pray and ask all these things in your son Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we say amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Jasmine, thank you so thank much you. for your yes, for being on for the third time. You now lead the league uh, in, in Vantage Point appearances. And so definitely no stranger. We appreciate you. Uh, for everybody that's listening, wherever you're listening from across the globe, this is a global podcast. We thank you for connecting with us today. Stay tuned next week for week two of Authority. And remember to keep seeking insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living. It's going to change your life and your world. Peace out from Vantage Point.